Hello, we find ourselves back here again, don't we? <coughs> oh dear, still, I can't be ill again. For people who've only recently joined the podcast, well done for avoiding it for so long, but if you'd have listened last year, I'd like three months of getting cold. It's all because I've got a little lad, a little uh, 11, 11 month old. In fact, he's just turned 11 months old. And uh, he goes to Childminder and comes back with all the, all the diseases, plague. All the good ones, diphtheria, no idea what these are. But whatever it is, he's probably had it by now. Um, so that explains all of that. Here's what we did here. It's a podcast of things we did on the radio, looking at silly news stories, pointless things that waste paper when they're printed, and then we waste some podcasts when we podcast it. And it sounds an awful lot like this. But no, it's going to be a good show today. I can tell, I can feel it in either my bones or my water. I don't know. It's all, at my age, very difficult to tell. Um... So, following on from yesterday's Valentine's special, we have more Valentine's poetry. We'll do it in the podcast, not in the show. feel weird doing it today, wouldn't it? But we do have some romantic news in the news. Aliens return, I know. It's looking a bit more serious about the aliens, though, isn't it? So we're being nice. Um, does Loch Ness Monster exist? We'll be telling you later that obviously no, no it doesn't. Um, what's the best breakfast and what's the worst thing that you could drink? basically the questions on it because of the lilts in the news we'll talk about that in a sec but. now for a long while we've been talking about aliens and normally we do a silly joke about aliens and then yesterday i realized hang on maybe it's actual aliens because there's been loads of sightings of ufo type things we all know that ufos don't mean aliens it means unidentified flying objects if it is flying you don't know what it is and it's an object which most things are then it qualifies as a ufo so I'd start to calm down thinking, come on, Steve, don't worry about it. It's not like aliens are real. And then I saw the thing where the White House spokesperson was asked, can you confirm that it's... I oh, know it was a US general. Can you confirm that it's not aliens? And the US general said, oh, I can't rule anything out. Oh, it's aliens! I'm not quite sure why aliens have decided to visit now. Because if I were a, an alien, and I'm not, but that's what I would say if I was one. You'd look at this planet and think, it's not at its best, is it? Maybe we should have come before. Plagues running left, right and centre, rows online about every single issue. Oh, leave them to it. So I'm surprised that the aliens are trying to get in touch, but I'm, I'm more shocked by the fact that they're actually sending craft here. If I were them, I'd just use radio signals, because we can receive those. They know that we have radio technology, because they could listen to our broadcasts. And then maybe they could re reply. But if they picked 107.5 megahertz, uh, I hadn't thought of this before, that'd be tricky because then it would interfere with what I'm saying. Maybe it'd come and break it in. Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcast to learn about your species. I do not understand. Every time we send you a balloon, you shoot it down. We're just trying to say hello. And then come back to me, and I suppose, well, you'd hear the alien and I wouldn't, so I've no idea what they'd talk about. But anyway, keep your ears out for it, but it probably, probably won't happen. Loch Ness Monster. I think we've we, we've done stuff about Loch Ness Monster before on the show. And Dino, who uh, sent a voice message saying, not a chance. Absolutely no way. There's It's a dead lock, he was saying. No, there's no food in there. So in the news, the Loch Ness Monster has gone missing. The official sighting register has not recorded a single new entry since October 11th last year. A mum and daughter back then reported seeing a black lump that appeared out in the water for 30 seconds. 
We've got enough on with the aliens invading. Can we all just calm down about Loch Ness Monsters? But saying that the Loch Ness Monster has gone missing, it's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? This thing that probably doesn't exist, you can't really say it's gone missing. It's like, oh yeah, Bigfoot seems to have gone on holiday. What? It feels like we could all have a crack at this. Think of something that doesn't exist and then pretend that it's gone away. Oh, I've got one. An honest politician hasn't been spotted in a while. That's just sad, isn't it? Lilt is coming to an end. Um, owners Coca-Cola are getting rid of Lilt. Now, they do have plans to relabel the pineapple and grapefruit soft drink under a Fanta brand. And actually, that makes a lot of sense. But to be honest, I've not had a Lilt for ages. It's no good. I think that's why. And I actually, the first thing I ever did in media, when I was at university, there was an advert writing competition that Lilt did. And I won it and I got a holiday out of it. That's not a setup to a joke. It's true. I did an advert that was based on a fake quiz. And there was a joke about a vending machine. I can't remember the details. You know the kind of rubbish I churn out on radio. It was that, but it won me a holiday. So if anything, I should like Lilt. And even I'm saying, yeah, there are others we can get rid of. What other drinks and brands should can just absolutely jog on? We can get rid of Lilt. No one's going to cry. Um, Oasis. If I want something that's flat and weak, I'll sing. Um, Yop. Not a fan of Yop. It's a poor man's Yazoo. And even that's no great shouts, but... Oh, I should have said that's no great shakes, because it's a milkshake. Oh, would have been a good joke. Anyway, so what's the ones that you can say bye to? The worst drinks out there in the soft drink area and other brands. Speaking of technology, there's a story about Dubai, which I think was on um, The Apprentice of the week, wasn't it? My other half was saying, oh, it's a terrible place, and there are some stand-up gigs there, so I might, I might be going... Then again, it doesn't mean it's not a terrible place. If you literally pay me, I will go there. It's true of everywhere. Did a gig in Coventry the other week. Um, Dubai says that it plans to have flying taxis, and it's a step closer to being reality. The Arab Emirates uh, deferred, offered its firmest deal yet. Uh, it's pledging to have them by 2026. Flying taxis. Why do people think things are better just because they fly? Why are flying taxis going to be better? Surely, harder to hail. It's up there, isn't it? It's not going to see. You have to really reach. And taxis are pretty good at getting you around because your destination is probably going to be on the ground. So this being in the air lark is uh, very much a waste of space. And also, look, one thing that flies, pigeons. And look at the mess that they leave on us. Now, I'm not being harsh about taxi drivers, but given a choice between having a pigeon do that and a taxi driver, I know what I'd go for. The classic full English is still the nation's favourite breakfast. Come on! For nearly half of us. That's enough, isn't it? But it says two-fifths would happily tuck into a full English pizza. How dare you? I don't know what it is, but already I know it's wrong. Full English pizza, you absolute wrong Um The calorific option would involve a pizza margarita topped with sausages, bacon, beans, tomato, mushroom, fried egg, hash browns. Huh. Actually, now you say it like that. One in 20 would add a Yorkshire pudding. Oh, you're running. And then on top of that, they'd add gravy. What is... You bunch of sickers. I think it's really interesting that it's called the Full English. I, do, I talk about this on stage sometimes. Years ago, I was in Edinburgh, Scotland, and went into a cafe, and the guy said, do you want to see a menu? And I thought, ah. and I had to order breakfast. And I said, no, it's all right. I'll, um, I'll just have a Full English. And the look he gave me. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I didn't know. 
I thought we'd invented that breakfast, so I thought that was the name of it, but apparently you have to regionalise it. And he said, oh, I think you mean a full Scottish. And I said, oh, yeah, same thing. That really, that got him upset. I did. And it turns out I was wrong. There was a difference between ordering the full English and the full Scottish. And that difference was spit. So you live and learn, don't you? Some brands. Um, and uh, Dean says, any drink with diet in its name. Ooh, I, because you don't like the saccharin replacement, the aspartame, or just the idea of a diet can do one. Could be either, can it? Oh, there's, well, something about Watsits has come through as well. We'll talk about that in a sec. Meanwhile, singletons looking for love should avoid the perfect person and go for a 6 or 7 out of 10, according to a relationship expert. If Valentine's didn't go your way, this is good advice. Get yourself a 6 out of 10. That's always been what I've told people because I think it really helps me. If I could get... I always thought when I was dating, if I could talk people into looking for a 6 out of 10... I stood a chance. Not because I think I'm a six out of ten, but if I turn up, if I turn up with another three between the two of us, we can... do you know what? Even I'm backing out of doing that as a joke because I'm. It seems like it's innocent, but the more I'm saying the words, it seems wrong. They're getting rid of lilt. What else can go with it when we're making our way out to the bin? Drinks and other brands that you just think, nah, it's absolute. What are you doing that for? Um, tin opener on Twitter says. They really crossed the Rubicon with that name change. That's an absolute waste of a drink as well, isn't it? Absolute shambles of it. Um, Dave says... What's this one say? Oh, Dr. Pepper. It's all chemicals. I wouldn't drink it, but I'd poop in it in a camping holiday. All right, thank you for that. Dawn says, Raspberry Pepsi Max. No one ever needed it. I know what you mean. I think we had all the Pepsis we needed. And then they've brought out... Because they did normal sugar-free and for some reason we live in a world where you get diet and zero i know it's the same isn't it? what and then they add cherry of course you add cherry to it and now raspberry you can get lime if you really want to ruin it you can do a vanilla coke i think is yeah they, they, they went too far their scientists spent so long working out if they could they didn't stop to think if they should i think we could apply that there no one's going to be worried about the, the lack of lilt. Richard Lakin says Liptonice. Is that you? I don't even know how you pronounce it. Liptonice. Lipton Liptonics. Eh? You're right. I know what you mean, though. It's, it seems like a stain in a jar, doesn't it? And um, where's the one I talked about? Oh, here we go. In terms of brands you can get rid of. We've gone slightly off piece with this one, but uh, Couch Tipper says any tripper says own brand Watsits other than Morrison's. Oh, I know you got me another topic for tomorrow. We could branch out into crisps. That's the podcast done. I did say that we would do some additional poetry that was sent through too late to get in there. Um, let's have a look. Here's one from Paul. Roses are red, violets are blue, sugar is sweet, and so are you. But the roses are wilted, the violets are dead, the sugar bowl is empty, and so is your head. Kind, intelligent, loving, and hot. This describes everything that you're not. I see your face when I'm dreaming. That's why I always wake up screaming. My feelings for you, no words can tell, except maybe go to hell. What inspired this amorous rhyme? Two parts vodka, one part lime. Oh, well, that's so nice, isn't it? Davy said violets are blue, roses are red. Please you know, keep your feet on that side of bed. I think we did that one yesterday. Where's the rest of them? Wish they came up in order. Your love for me is always shown. My love for you is a flooded cup. I love you when we're on your own. Have you done the washing up? Andrew says, Roses are red. Romance is dead. Every day I suffer from existential dread. Based on a true story. 
Brainsy says, your eyes are like pools of beauty. Your lips are loving red. Your sister's a bit of a cutie. Okay, I'll get out of bed. Um, Paul, it's got swearsy words in this one. Um, Roses are red, violets are red, everything is red. Beep, my garden's on fire. And Simon says, roses are red, or so they say, no card for you. I've decided I'm gay. Interesting, but at least that's, you know, you've got a thing going on there. Martin says, roses are red, violets are blue, 30 years married, you get less for murder. Again, less of a rhyme, more of a cry for help. I refer really to the existential dread. Uh, Thank you very much for these. Maybe we'll do them all again next year because we'll forget that we've done it as a feature. Uh, That's kind of how radio goes. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can uh, tweet me or WhatsApp me. No, I'm not giving out that. You can tweet me or you could... um, I was thinking of setting up a Telegram thing, by the way. Would you be interested in being on a Telegram group for this radio show? And we're going to just send each other messages and stuff. Hmm? Let me know. Um, By getting in touch on Twitter, I guess, at Mr. Stephen Allen. Till next time. Bye.